Oh, yes. Yeah, he's back. He's we back. brought him back. Trying to outdo his last performance. Exactly. I've decided to say no. What are you going to do to bring to in more numbers this time? To cannabis this time. Uh-oh. So oh, boy. Possibly less viewers. Why would there be possibly less, less viewers? Less content. Less content. I don't know. I feel like I do better when I'm high. Oh my god. <laughs> I uh I don't know. That's not that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Do you you know what? Here's a interesting thought. Um I'm a do better you think nurse when I'm high wet? Oh my god. <laughs> uh do you think that was a joke by the way, you have to say that. <coughs> sure. Someone's gonna cut that up. <laughs> but anyway, uh do you think that marijuana is a performance enhancing drug when it's used in sports? Like, do you think it should be banned from competition? No, nah, you're like, just starting to ban too many stuff now. I mean, it's I it's don't like know. saying, "Oh, don't don't drink coffee before you perform." It's like okay, but like, no, as but so, like what if you're someone who incorporates it into like your daily life? What coffee know? or marijuana? Marijuana, like Both. Nate Diaz. Uh huh. You know, like do you yeah, think but Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz doesn't test hot for cannabinoids when he. Uh, when he's in competition, you just can't smoke weed for like a month out of competition. Oh yeah, it's true. He smokes like CBD joints. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think it definitely should be. To be honest, banned. Yeah, I think so too. I think it should be. What What do you Meh. think about all sports, though? All sports? Like, like, do you think do you think marijuana should be banned like across the uh, the table, like yes, hockey, yeah. basketball? Yeah. But like, but like, why? What? What advantage are you getting from marijuana? Well, it depends how it affects you. Yeah, you know I what agree. I'm saying? Yeah, it affects everyone differently. So, so if it affects everyone differently, the, you, there's no way to regulate that, you know? There are a lot of, like, Yeah, so uh, why would you want to ban it if it's just like, something that people used to Some people, with? no. So, yeah, I just feel people, like it gives the other are, team an opportunity to, like, complain about someone like, oh, who we doesn't, lost because they're you know, like, what if you? But up. here's the thing, here's the thing, right? So let's say... Uh, you smoke weed because you're anxious. Like you're a basketball player and like right. you get anxious to go out there. So or even a fighter. Weed. Or a fighter. Yeah, you smoke weed, right? Like the anxiety being taken away by you smoking weed, that is you having Gaining an advantage. advantage. Yeah. Uh, you go get some weed too. But it's no, out there. Th- but that's no, the but thing that's saying is that marijuana not everyone smokes marijuana. Yeah. And that's so the thing. Not like in Advil, it's, it's no different. But, but Advil won't have. Advil doesn't have like it doesn't alter you. It doesn't have uh, at all. psychoactive it, yeah. effect of, like um, effects to it, whereas marijuana does, right? Okay. Like you could, yo, Joe Rogan says stuff like when he smokes weed and plays pool, like he genuinely believes it makes him more focused, right? Yeah. And like, you know, there yo, there if, are lots of if Siakam has to smoke before he plays, you know, to dunk on some kids, let him do it. But but that's <laughs> but here's but do you see what I'm saying? Now? Yeah. Yeah. So he's gaining that that mental advantage. Exactly, and mental advantage. And mental are huge. Uh, is ab- amongst other things like uh, like for recovery, for pain recovery. Like if you're injured and oh, you're yeah. high, you're not. It's gonna be dulled. Well, I think I, I think about like I don't mean recovery. Like recovery is fine. Like if you're recovering from an injury, yeah, smoke as much weed as you want. But I mean, like if you're or, or if you're if you're going into a game with an injury. And you're smoking weed because you're hurt. That's what I'm saying. Like, then, oh yeah, then by all, yeah, that's another reason it should be. Uh, like, that's just on top. You have to take time off and heal properly. I know? personally like, thought can't. it like if I was a UFC fighter, I don't think I'd smoke weed. Like, even even as a means of coping, because I know it would fucking make me anxious as hell. Right? 
if I think like if if I was gonna dedicate myself to being a professional athlete, then yeah, I wouldn't do anything. I you bet know, you like, would. You want to know, know why? Because professional athletes are infamous for partying. Oh, yeah, they're like rocks. Like, what are you? What are you gonna do? You're gonna avoid that. You're literally gonna avoid that. But you drink. You know? No, because here's it's it's not like the UFC, bro. Like, and by the way, even in the UFC, if you test positive for cocaine or uh, or weed or oh, any of that shit out of competition. Yeah. They don't treat it as anything. Yeah, it's whatever. It's whatever. You're free to do it's what you want out of as, competition. As long as it's um, out of that range yeah. out before the competition. Right. And there apparently there's lots of guys that smoke weed in the UFC. Like tons. Everybody. And, and then everybody I heard, smokes weed. I heard, I heard and the everybody NBA, uses the um, CBD uh, treatments. I heard in the recover. NBA, tons of people smoke weed in the NBA. Right? I mean... Of course. I'm not going to, you know. Right? It's don't, right there. Don't take the words out it's of my ripe mouth. It's ripe for it. <laughs> but I'm... Yeah. I And don't get me wrong. I think as a professional athlete, there'd probably be nothing cooler than like, yeah, you guys want to smoke a blunt and go play basketball, but there's 22,000 people there fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Nosebleed tickets cost like 500 bucks and these athletes are just smoking it up before they're playing. But here's the thing. How would that make the fans feel? That, right? That's also it's a bad the, image, you know? like yeah. It's not how it would make the fans feel, but what I'm trying to tell you is that they're smoking it to give them that advantage. Sure, yeah. Right? Like, they're not smoking it to be dipshits. You got $30 million on the line. And it's like, it's like yo, you see guys, if they're out there, imagine, and I, I don't know if this is true, but imagine you find out someone like, like a big name like Kawhi Leonard, fucking LeBron James, any of these guys smoke weed before they play basketball. You're like, and they still go out there and dominate sober motherfuckers and they put up 35 points a game and they're doing, like, getting triple doubles and shit. You're like, okay. They have a bit of an advantage somewhere, <clears throat> other than physically. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they have a massive mental advantage. Yeah, but then you could also like debate the other side, where it's like, but you don't know how good they could be if they weren't high. You know what I mean? Because some people feel like no, but well, I clearly, if you're at that level, you you yeah, would you know. know, you, you know, know, like yeah. you're like you're good, and then you you know, I don't know, you do what you got to do, and then you come back all ripped out of your face, and now you're like, you know, you're more in tuned or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I think it. I, I don't think you like. Should here, be able here's to. something else that I in, I genu- in competition, anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I feel like smoking weed and doing jujitsu. I feel like that's hand in hand. Oh, for sure. That's hand in hand. For sure. Like I know, and I've never like done <laughs> anything like that. But I feel like going to roll with that's someone a very high, like. Like if you're comfortable, and again, you have yeah. to be like a regular marijuana user, right? If you're if you're someone that doesn't regularly smoke weed, and you go and roll with them, you're gonna be like, dude, that was a friggin' roller coaster, right? <laughs> yeah. But if you're someone that smokes weed regularly, and like you can hone the effects of it, right? Like you smoke so much that you're like, yeah, like there's nothing right. that people people can be like, oh, yo, this is the strongest weed I've ever smoked. You're gonna be like, okay, we'll see, right? And it'll it'll get you really ripped, but nothing's gonna nothing crazy is gonna happen. So if you're comfortable with with pot like that, it's the same yeah, thing. I like, don't think Eddie Bravo has ever been on the mat sober. I'm sure he's <laughs> like yeah, but that's that's obviously a joke. But no, that's but yeah, clearly he, a joke. You know, what I'm fucking, saying, but like yeah, yeah, he smokes so much weed. Tony and that Ferguson Tony smokes Fer- weed. Tony Ferguson. I don't know what Tony Ferguson does, bro. That guy's crazy. <laughs> but guy, guy's a serious, serious athlete. Yeah, they're all uh, yeah, yeah. But Be- they all smoke weed. All the UFC fighters smoke weed. Yeah, speaking of UFC sp- fighters smoking weed, the BMF title happened. Yusuf, you were here. You were <laughs> at the uh, the studio for that. Yes. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, that was pretty funny how you called out the the analogy of uh, Dana White going up to everyone, and be like, "Yo, 
extra hundred grand if everyone knocks no, up. No, it's because I'm telling you, man. It's I, for I heard, sure someone lit a fire bro, under by the someone's third ass. Knock, I'm like, did they actually have yeah, that meeting? Dana went around and had a conversation with everybody, and he's like, listen, tonight's a big night for everyone. This is <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Completely sold he out. He goes, yeah, a lot of people are watching. If you want to be recognized in this sport and in the <laughs> UFC, you're going to do something big tonight. And every single guy went, okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm mm-hmm. going gonna, gonna to blow this dude's head Probably off. Probably the most un- uh, entertaining entertaining undercard, undercard I've ever seen. Wa- yeah. From Arlo- that was wild. From that guy doing Arlovsky so dirty. <laughs> Why do you hit Andre Arlovsky like that, bro? He's like fucking 40 years old. You don't beat up an old man like that. It's crazy, dude. They had this this dude from a country that is like the first UFC fighter from that country. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, this guy this guy knocks out an old veteran Andre Arlovsky with a short hook. With a short punch, yeah. yeah. He it, it was it was a good stoppage. It, he it could have went much Andre. worse. Yeah, poor Andre. Poor Andre. Pa- I mean Andre Arlovsky definitely went home with a big paycheck though. He's a veteran. And then uh I'm like a a casual viewer of UFC to say, mm-hmm. you know, the, the So least. this is like jargon to you. But yeah, like I, I enjoy it occasionally, mm-hmm. but then there's nights like that night during that card where it's like, how is this sport legal? Like, how is it so, I you know, to, that I, one I knockout to, with spoke, Kevin Lee? I'm like, yeah. I spoke to Ryan like, about this in the garage. So we've had this conversation many times before. So it's many a, times we'll watch a card and uh, something will happen. Someone will get knocked out and you're like, that was like damn near manslaughter. Bro, like, you know, when you see those old movies back in the day when like slaves used to fight. And, you know, whoever won, they ended up buying that slave. What fucking movie are you watching, brother? <laughs> Talking about Mandingo fights? <laughs> this guy goes, you know those movies your <laughs> no, grandfather like, no, used like, to show you? Like Django you had a scene like that. grandfather that, that yeah, had, like, that a big a Mandingo archive, fight. Big archive yeah, of slave fights. that's what they're fights. called. Bro, when, like... But no, I've never watched those. Bro, you've never seen Django? He comes from... I've seen Arabic Django, royalty. but, like... I don't know what they are. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right, you know. Anywho. Anyways, continue. But, yeah, that's, like, a glimpse of it in, like, today's time. Like, sure, the fighters, the slaves... Yeah, it's, like, uh... Yeah, like, like nice GSP set is human cockfighting. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's essentially. But then, in this case, the cocks are getting the, the dough. But yeah, uh, just paid. like Ryan said, every so often, Those chickens we will paid. see something really, really violent. Like, I remember the last four times that, like, and you'll know it's violent because the next day, me and Ryan will be in the, like, in the garage or something, and we'll be, and we'll just go, like, dude. Why, 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 what so, the hell happened? So, for me, one, Raquel Pennington, when she went back to her corner and she's and like, said, I, I don't want to go out there. Yeah. And her corner is like, no, fuck you. You're going back out there. They didn't re- say and that. And start swinging. Like, they literally, like, go back out there and start swinging. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Two, Joe Lozon literally getting beat so bad his corner threw the towel in. That was horrific to watch. Yeah, he got the shit beat out of him. I hadn't seen that in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, three Jessica I, that was terrifying. Yeah, that Je- was damn near manslaughter. Jessica I versus Valentina Shevchenko. She was like, uh, Shevchenko was setting up low kicks all night, like body kicks, like literally like hitting her, wrecking and, her yeah, body with. So she with kept like dropping it, yeah. her arm like that, and then Shevchenko eventually went, "I'm gonna change it up," and she went over the top and literally hit her like square in the noodle with a head kick. Bro, it sound she might as well have hit her with a baseball bat, you know? Yikes. Bro, she was and again, me and Ryan always say this, the knockout is really bad if the camera won't yeah, turn to the fighter because they're still yeah, yeah, unconscious. Yeah. So, again, so yeah, that was the first one for me. Like I'd seen ones that were f- 
like at least in in recent memory was the Shevchenko versus Jessica where I was like, dude, this sport is just fucking brutal. Because it's not even the thing that really affects well, me. She when was I think knocked about out. It, it was she was out for like three, four minutes. Yeah. Or if, when like, the guys a very like, long time on the floor and they foam starts coming out of their mouth, it's well, like, come on, foam doesn't come. You out don't of their see that. Mouth. <laughs> oh, no, you know, it was another the funky Ben. You know, it was another one. The funky Ben. Uh, uh, fucking Askren. Alistair, Alistair, Alistair Overeem versus Francis Ngannou. That was freaky, dude. Where he like lifted off yeah. the guy like in a Me movie. That Ryan, man is two hundred and what forty five pounds. pounds. We watched that live. Lifted three inches off the ground with an uppercut. We were like, dude, what? He literally just swiped his arm at him. Yeah, no one should ever get hit that hard. Ranked him. <laughs> His whole head went, whop, yeah, went yeah. all the way back, you know? Uh, yeah, for sure. That one was really bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to switch the topic. Huh? Um, so, there's this radio station um, from, like, Toronto. Very popular. You guys probably heard of it. Raz and Mocha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I, I listen to their podcast every now and again. What's a radio station? Uh, 92.5? Ninety two point five. Ninety two five. Raza Mocha in the morning. Yeah. 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 Bro, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, right now, shout out. I hope that. Yeah. That's not so, gonna happen. Um, reciprocate that, please. I've been like, I listen please. to podcasts all the time because I find like music kind of annoying. Over like, you wake up six in the morning, you're not gonna listen to like music right off the bat, like on your commute to school or work, or whatever. Sure. So you listen to some audio or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I do. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I get fucking fired up I first know, thing Lucas in the morning, says, bro. Yeah, bro. 6 a.m. Uh, you don't want to hear uh, Slayer? <laughs> ACDC? <laughs> That's my, yeah. Thunderstruck while you're hammering. It's part of my morning playlist. playlist. I was walking into clinical a couple weeks ago, and there's this nurse that works there. She was blasting windows down in her SUV, like EDM on full blast. And right she comes on, out brother. this short little Filipino lady. What time is it? And... 6 a.m. Not 6 even. 5.45. She, Love it. She's probably been up Bro, since she's 3, though. It. <laughs> Love it. How old was she? Maybe in her mid-30s. Oh, I see. So she just Late got 30s. back from a rave. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, she just got back from a rave. <laughs> but yeah, so um, what I was trying to bring up was, um, do you guys ever think how you guys might look to someone who listens to you guys regularly? So, like, I listen to the Razumoka show regularly, and there's this guy on the show Maury uh-huh. and he's kind of an idiot is he and the intern <laughs> Jesus wait what do you mean he's like what do you like, mean like he's, he's just a, a guy like an intern on the show yeah no he's like their producer he's kind of a, a huge oh, goofball okay. um, they mess around with like his lack of intelligence and whatnot it's really funny to listen to okay so I have this image of him in my head and I've been listening to them for months, but I've never once followed them on social media or any of that stuff. Uh-huh. But like um, for the past month, they've been like lacking on podcasts. I'm like, what's going on? Like all this stuff sounds pretty like repetitive. Turns out like Mocha's been away for like six weeks. I'm like, oh, okay. So they haven't really put out new content. It's just like old stuff mm-hmm. put onto a podcast. So I, I go to see, search everyone on Instagram. And now I can put a face to everyone's voice. Raza Mocha, I knew their face because they're on like the... The album of the podcast. Yeah, the right. cover. But Maury, I have no idea who this Maury guy looks like. Uh-huh. Right. I have this image of like this goofy moron type of guy. White guy, obviously. Uh, yeah, and he's like gay and whatnot. He talks about his boy, his boyfriend. And he has like, he he says really, really cringy stuff okay. all the time on the podcast. And he does like hilarious stuff. Like he takes his shirt off and whatnot. So I would imagine this like short, goofy looking guy. And then when I found him on Instagram, I'm like, I would have never pictured him like that. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like. Was he shredded up? No, no, not at all. Yeah, no, what do you look not like? at all. <laughs> he was just like, look at these fucking no. puppies. Oh, he had, so he had, you have a, he had a pe- average big guy. old piece on him? No. <laughs> you didn't imagine a guy with a big dick, did you? <laughs> no, but so my question is, 
to you guys. What do you guys think uh, other people think of you just based off of your voice? I don't think we like, have enough. Do you enough. think people would think, think you're enough. tall? Well, I mean, I don't think. Well, it's I don't not. know. You might think I'm white. Oh yeah, that's true. You for sure would think I'm white. Are you serious? You think so? Yeah, for sure. 100%. No, dude, come on, don't be ridiculous. I don't sound Asian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not like that. What do you think? Yeah, but like what? No, like let's say you guys had like a lot of viewers, and there's some people that never went on YouTube or anything. And yeah, all they did was hear your voice. Mm-hmm. What would you hope they picture, just from your voice? I have no what idea, but here's something picture. that I heard growing uh, like so we have a friend um uh, my voice doesn't match m- me uh physically and I'll I'll tell you why. Why? Cuz we have a friend uh I'll tell you who the friend was at. You actually you've met her before. Um and we used to hang out quite a bit. And she had a friend named I don't know, but her friend had big ass titties. I remember that. <laughs> what was it? What was her Cedra, Cedra will remember her name. Uh, I think it started with a C or some shit like that, like fucking Candace or something, right? Anyway, um, our friend got really hammered one night and forgot her phone at my house. And someone kept blowing her phone up. And I noticed it was this girl. So I was like, I'm going to lo- uh, answer the phone and let this girl know that like her friend is okay. Like she's just, she fucking came out on, on the couch, right? And, uh, I talked with her for a little bit and then blah, 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 blah. Okay. Your friend's fine. I'll listen to that. Right. So the next time I saw like my friend, she was like, yeah, my, my friend says you, uh, you sound like you, you like you're really, really attractive. Like she loves the way your voice sounds. She says you, you're probably very attractive. And at the time That's I was like applied for 255 pounds. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, your friend is going to be so sad because because her friend was very attractive and i was like don't get me wrong i'd like to meet your friend let's just have some phone sex right here let's just get down to <laughs> yeah it, you know that would saying? be cool right i'd be like listen don't don't show your friend any pictures but call her up i'd just be like hey baby like i heard i heard you like the way the voice sounds huh? you want me to i'd like yeah i can I can mechanically switch my voice to do whatever you need me to do. <laughs> Some shit like that. You want me to take my clothes off? <laughs> I'm grabbing the peanut butter. <laughs> That's sick. <clears throat> That's disgusting. Phone sex? Um, Does your girlfriend know you're going to be on the podcast? I didn't even know I was going to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's the way we need <laughs> that. That's right. But, yo, so that being said, do you think... Uh, wh- how surprised would you be if you're watching like TLC? Uh-huh. And then you find out one of the people from My 600 Pound Life, they're like on one of those, they're, one of their jobs is like a hotline. Because it's like, they don't know how I look like, but it's like they have like a sexy voice. No, but those people sound fat. Yeah, you think? In my 600 Pound Life, you talk to them and they're like, well, I mean, you can tell when someone's got food in their mouth, right? <laughs> no, it's not even that. They just sound or big. They're just like, they're bed. like, listen, <laughs> I've had a long day. <laughs> <sighs> You want me to? You want me to take my fucking clothes off? <laughs> yeah. Okay. One second. <laughs> Ma. <laughs> no. You want to know something? I used to look at those people, and uh, and just be like, like I've always been overweight, not crazy overweight like that. I've never even broken three hundred pounds, but I've gotten close enough. <laughs> I've never even broken three hundred. No, pounds but like, again, think so about I'm not it. Fat. Okay. No, but think about it. Like, Call I'm me not, fat, bro. If 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 you're over three hundred and like. 
probably 50 pounds, like, you're in a fucking dangerous region. I think no matter what. Even if you're 6'8". Well, for your heart. God bless your heart. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Godspeed, brother, is all I got to say. If you're in that range of weight, Godspeed, brother. If you're not very tall, you know, God bless your heart. Like, seven feet tall. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, man. So, so I used to watch, like, my 600-pound life and just be like, like, I'm so fucking disgusted at how people would. And I think it was because I saw a lot of my own, like, gluttonous eating problems in them, right? Oh, 100%. But it, w- it would just disgust me to see the enablers of, like, they're, like, in a hospital bed. And they're like, please, <laughs> just bring me something. And they'll bring them, like, like a soda and a fucking double Whopper. And you're like, yo, you can't be eating that, bro. Like, you're going to die, right? Dog, I just need a little something. And it used to make me so mad. But one time I watched, like, a documentary on it. And they're like, they're like everybody, like, it, it's, it's easy to get. Now, some people deserve to have their ass kicked because they're <laughs> like, I can't get up. And you're like, you can get up. You don't want to, right? But, like, for the people that were really, really abused, you're like, damn like that's just such a shit card yeah that's the thing you want to make fun of all of them until you see the really sad ones yeah and and you're like like, that's just such a terrible card to be dealt and the way they deal with it is with food and again like i think that that really upset me because i find comfort in food as well like i think we all kind of do oh yeah there's certain dishes or not even certain dishes man but like i just like i don't know there's there's something about like you just get well is there not is there one thing that you eat that like you feel comfortable eating like you're like mm, this feels like home you know like no but i don't i think i think cereal no but i think only you could really only get that feeling if you were not at home right true like if you're in fucking another country and you're like dude no i know if i'm having kanafa it's, i'm only having my home kanafa everything else is like compared to that you say, like you say that now but you've never really out. been all over like the world right i've been fair enough places where Kanafa's fucking made. Dubai like <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, went to Syria that's true as well I right? uh I never really realized how much I ate until it got hard to eat you know what I mean what like like mean? growing up constantly being fat your whole life uh-huh. you just constantly eat because it's it's nice it's fun yeah it's comforting it's like your best friend and you just constantly all the time like I would come home from like a buffet or a family dinner and I'd open the fridge I get yelled at oh, I'm like, yo, shit, we just eh? came home from For like, real? a restaurant. But it's like you never really thought of anything until, like, uh, I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but, like, when I lost, like, 40 pounds or whatnot, I physically couldn't finish my plate. And that was, like, the first time I ever experienced that in my life where I would have a burger and fries. And I'm like, how how did I finish these fries before? But that's temporary. That's true. Yeah. You can break. Just work through it. <laughs> it's not even. <laughs> yeah, now I'm back there. It's work not through even, it. It's you not know? even Put work your head through down it, bro. And my first day in uh i experienced it first day in los angeles when oh I was yeah like, bro i was when we, uh, so when we were at in and out no it wasn't even <laughs> in and out it was when we were at the cheesecake factory later on in the night oh bro, right i, I remember that even you didn't even finish fries, your fries yeah bro. yeah i literally sat there and i was like i can't do it like i literally couldn't even and and that is so unlike well me. that was off like the the hardest cut we've ever done in our lives sure but that's what i'm saying um is that 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 was that day and i was like god damn and you know what really upset me too is i i was so like full and just like almost sick that i couldn't even like imagine ordering cheesecake i'm like i'm gonna be so full for today and tomorrow that i'm not even gonna need to eat cheesecake right and then the next day happened and it's like well you just 
you know, and, and you live like that hedonistic lifestyle for the week. But I remember by like day three, day four, I was like, holy shit. Like I'm, I'm like a thin version of what I used to be eating like what I used to eat like. Yeah. Well, you bought a nine pound chocolate cake, bro. It decked us though. And we ate, I remember when we went to Costco and uh, we got like, I was like, you know what I get to do? I was like, I get to buy things that like you live on your own. So, and no one can talk <laughs> shit. I was like, so I bought uh, the organic milk and it was the full, like uh, the full fat milk, yeah. full fat milk. And I was like, the first thing I did when we got back to the Airbnb was like found the tallest glass, like a fucking vase. And I just poured like, <laughs> the biggest glass of milk and just shut like half a, a fucking cake. And I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to sit here and absolutely deck this now. And um, I no bought like 24 or 48 eggs for some reason. For yes, like a you seven did. Day vacation. You made boiled eggs, scrambled eggs, all types of eggs, fried eggs, wow. orange chicken and eggs, <laughs> which we won't talk about. Eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a great trip. That was an awesome trip. Great trip. And and that was over a year ago now. That was uh, almost two years two ago. Two years ago. Oh. Damn, yeah. time flies. Man. That was such a wicked time, though. I was actually talking to, uh, I said this to Ryan. I was like, I don't know. And it's not a knock on any vacation. Well, maybe not so much for you because of, uh, uh, yes and no. But, and it's not a knock on any future vacations anywhere. But I was like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to replicate, like, the fun. Like, like Los Angeles for me was very much so... Uh, like, I got such a different new life perspective out of it. Like, I felt a, a bit changed going back to Canada. And oh, I don't, 100%. I don't mean changed, like... No, you have a different sense. perspective right, now, though. Right, you know? And you're like, holy... Sh it gave me, like, hope. And I felt great <laughs> and stuff like that. That's good. And I was like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to replicate a trip like that. It was, like, the first time I ever got to go on vacation with, like, oh, it's just the boys. Well, we right? went to Jamaica and, like... Jamaica's was, great, but it's It was not, really dope, but, but I wasn't there. Is that what you guys are trying to say? Are you fucked? It would have been the worst. If we talked about it when we were there, we were like, dude, if Yusuf was here, he would be dragging us to the ground with shit that he would want to do. Yeah, for sure. You go on every excursion. Actually, yeah, you need you to would be dragged on the boat, actually. The guy would lure you onto his boat, the, the hash dealer. <laughs> you want good hash for the general? Good, good hash for the general? Yeah, he, he's going to sell you hash and then take you to international waters where you can go scuba diving. You know what? That would be actually a sick vacation. Do you guys want to? I want to. I'm actually going to get a scuba diving license. If the three of us. Do you know how to swim? Fairly. Like, I know how to swim to survive. You've been to my. Remember so, my yeah, pool you in know apartment? how to swim. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to write a bit about that. No. That's an interesting premise. I'm not if they know how to swim and you're like, they're like, yeah, I can, I, you know, like, I, I'm not, I don't know how to swim well. You're like, okay, so if you were in deep water, like, I mean, <laughs> water deep enough that if you touch the bottom, the water will be over your head. Would you survive in a deep end of a pool? Well, at, at that level, I'm not worried if I can or can't. So I'm like, I'm staying above water. You know what I mean? Now it's like, where's the closest so place? We'll get I to can, the like, point where up. like you can't touch the bottom. Yeah. Like if I fall off a boat or a cruise or something. And like, there's a boat uh, in the distance. Listen, if you, it's like, if yo, you fall I, off I can boat, make my way there. You, you know? fall off a cruise. I'm not worried about drowning. You, I'm worried about you getting fall off to the a boat. cruise ship. It's over, brother. Just <laughs> yeah. say that you know. water. You know, let's say you know like the a cold dip at the gym. A half a million the dollar cold yacht. dip at the gym is 12 degree water, and that's very cold. Pacific Ocean is four degrees. You die of Light hypothermia. Work. Six minutes. Really? 
your body will go into shock so fast. You're going to be like, I got to get to the boat. I got to get to the boat. And then you're literally going to be like, I got to. Yeah, as you're just sinking. I'm really tired. Yeah, you're not. And then you, you fall asleep you in the water. You literally don't And then you find stand yourself really warm in cold water. You don't stand a fucking <laughs> chance. What's this warmth all of a sudden? It's really bright. Yeah, you, you actually will, will get yeah. uh, really yeah. warm. Because everything, all the blood rushes to your inside. It goes to your core. Yeah. And then you're immediately pulled out, and you're like, that was the ultimate <laughs> cold dip. <laughs> I will never be sore for the rest yeah, of my life. you're never going to be sore for that, because your blood immediately just goes, <laughs> jetting back through your arms and hands and feet and shit, all your extremities. And you're just like, I'm alive. Yeah, yeah go run a marathon. Yeah, now. You're, now you're, you're, it wouldn't even affect you. Go buy a lot. Of, yeah, you're literally, your oxygen is at <laughs> premium levels. <laughs> You will never. It's like hitting reset on your body. It is. Bring yourself to the brink of hypothermia. Literally, no more chemicals in your body. You have baby (laughs) soft skin. Yeah, that's what they don't tell you about uh, nearly drowning. (laughs) Yo, so if you four degrees salt water, (laughs) let's say we had like a really, or there was like a really cool company out there. What's a really cool company? Our company. No, let me explain. Yeah, this is a pretty. So I've been wrong before. No, like an escape room company company where it's like give us a thousand dollars. And you have to sign a waiver that you're going to board a plane. And then the whole escape challenge is to find your tickets back home to Canada. Are you fucking ridiculous? And you don't know anything else. And if you don't find your tickets, the plane leaves? No, you just either fail or you don't. There's like some incentive to pass. Like maybe you what get you, like two, three hundred dollars back from your ticket or something. How? When did you come up with this idea? 40 just seconds now. ago? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you didn't think, I didn't it, think it through. You didn't no. think it through, huh? No, but how cool would that be? The terrible like idea. Like us, Cedra. We're all like, you know, we pay for a vacation, but it's like, it's a mystery where? box vacation. Where, though? It's we a don't mystery know. box vacation. But like, where, You're where, going to Tel Aviv, yeah. Israel. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say they give you themes. You can be, you can choose to be dropped like on a jungle or an island. Okay, so. Or like in the middle right, of a city. So that's what, that's, that's what I was concerned with. And it's like, but you don't know, like you could be dropped Here's in if, Tokyo if, City. If you get drop us in, in a drop jungle us in South or an island. Yeah. What, what jungle could they drop you in that would be even remotely close to safe? No, but oh, like let's you, say let's say it's a massive company. And you're gonna and have, have someone. Like, you're gonna have, like have someone pay you a thousand dollars to come up with an idea. And be like, all right, so here's what we're gonna do for a thousand bucks. We're gonna drop you in the fucking jungle, and in, in the safest jungle I can think of is maybe in the Philippines, and that's still crazy dangerous. And then they go, uh, so yeah, uh, you're gonna navigate your way through a jungle. Four normal dudes that live in fucking Canada are gonna navigate through a jungle, and uh, you're gonna find these keys and shit, and get back on this plane. Like, as it's <laughs> little run, dirt runway. <laughs> what? Cool. What? So you guys wouldn't sign up? Never. <laughs> you wouldn't what sign if up I, What either. if I paid for your ticket? You wouldn't pay for the ticket, Yusuf. <laughs> He's like, all right, hear me out. So what if? Pit, business pitch. Dragon's yeah. Den. <laughs> Shark Tank this yeah, shit on air. Literally talking to <laughs> Kevin O'Leary. And he goes, So hear me out. I give you pay me five thousand dollars. <laughs> and I and I, I, I ticket. <laughs> and I blindfold you, bring you to the airport, and you you come about on an airplane. And now the game is you find your way home. Oh my god, Ryan's dying. 
God. It's just the thought it's of just... someone waking up and like, where are we? And you're like, welcome, brother. You're in Nigeria. And you're like, oh, shit. How am I going to get home? Oh, and they're like, it's part of the plan. It's part of the game. Oh, man. It'd be cool. You just wake up in, this, in some, some safari. <laughs> where are we? There's like an elephant off in the distance. Maybe picked that by vultures. Yeah. Oh, you guys didn't figure out that the key was you had to canoe across the river? <laughs> you had to swim across the Nile? <laughs> you get hippopotamuses and... You can ask for hints. Oh, yeah, you can ask for hints. You're just on a walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. You ever... Uh, they didn't or you re- shoot a flare gun. They didn't release the movie because of, like... Uh, that's an interesting topic for after, anyway. But uh, there was a movie that was supposed to come out, but didn't. It got... Um, delayed because of a school shooting but there was a movie called The Hunt remember I showed you the commercial for that is that so that got delayed recently yeah recently enough what's it about so you hold on before mo- you continue see like yeah. yo like this could be the escape room like you just get thrown somewhere there and no, it's like no, make no, it no. back this camera. is a flight path you want nothing to do with that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this air traffic control shit <laughs> um yeah, so there's a movie out there, and it's called uh, it's called The Hunt, right? And so here's the premise of the movie: there's like a there's like a group of people, right? Okay, and then um, they pay this like uh like this sum of money. Let's say a thousand bucks to do an escape room, and then they they essentially get put on an airplane. And they're flown out for this five-star experience in, like, the Sahara, except they don't escape. They go out and they hunt people. Like, they, they kidnap, you know, poor kids or whatever. Guys like me, you, and Ryan, and fucking everybody else. And we Oh, so we and pay we, for that fun vacation? Yeah. And, and then, then those people there hunt the us. And the escape room, yeah, yeah. The escape room you're describing oh, is, is your movie? escape room, except for us. Where you're like, you guys are being hunted in the Sahara, <laughs> or Sahara, <coughs> and, uh... Or Sarah. Or Sarah. <laughs> you're being hunted in the Sahara. <laughs> the Sahara Desert. I don't know. I, I fuck up a lot of words, but no, at heart, it's all love. The meaning is there. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so those people that are being hunted, that's your escape room idea. You're like, you got to get out of there. You're going to be killed. Okay. But do you see what I'm saying, though? Like, your your escape room ends with people being slaughtered. Oh. No, not in my head. No, not in your head, but in (laughs) actual... In Jesus' head, if you escape, you ride away on a horse. Yeah. To a buffet. Exactly. (laughs) He goes, that horse brings you to a buffet. I don't know. I mean, not everyone gets slaughtered. (laughs) Like, let's say there's 10 people. Like, eight people don't die, but two people are viciously killed. Just like real life. What? What? Where the fuck <laughs> is this going? Are you a hitman? Would you guys mind if I ate M&M's on the show? Why did you bring M&M's? They're lame. If not to eat. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what geez. are snacks if Y'all not are? to be eaten? Oh, he wants M&M's. How many m and Dude, you didn't even hand out Halloween candy. What are you doing with it? He collected it. I did. I actually did. First time of my life, I handed out Halloween candy. It was adorable. At your new place? No, at Karina's place. 
Oh, I see. Yeah. She's gonna say you I don't was... have the funds to hand out Halloween <laughs> candy. <laughs> Funny enough, my landlord told she texted me. She's like, "Hey, it's been a really busy year for me. I didn't have the opportunity to like buy candies and hand it out. So if you could just avoid lights." <laughs> I was like, "Don't worry, I'm not even home." But like straight up, she doesn't want people knocking on the door. I'm like, well, "What if I had candy prepared?" You know how it. like the you know how the Grinch is for Christmas time. What do you think the equivalent to the Grinch is for Halloween? Because even there's a lot of icon- iconic. Uh, but didn't the Grinch? No, I don't mean Grinch like the devil. I mean the like the Grinch just hated people, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We all read the Jim Carrey tweet, but or whatever that was. But Brandon actually told me that like two days ago. Jim Carrey tweeted that I think. What? He said like to be clear, the Grinch didn't hate Christmas. He just hated people. Right. Here, He's Ryan. I don't like the yellow ones. Oh, what is? Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> just fucking with you. I see. You guys, what you fucking did there. funny. Yeah, we should it. have this guy on more often. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> he goes, I don't like the yellow ones. Funny. Funny guy. I actually heard, I don't know how true this is, I'm only taking a history of chocolate class in nursing. You're taking a history of chocolate that class? The hard, keep- the hard shell candy around the chocolate was invented so the chocolate wouldn't melt in soldiers' pockets and stuff like that. Oh, so you're eating army rations is what m ms <laughs> is. You're telling me. This is uh, soldier candy. M&M's? Yeah. M&M's and canned tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. You, you know those those candies that you're, that, handing you out, that you're handing out to children Little on Halloween? Mm, they're enjoying it. Those People, are for our fucking <laughs> armed forces. People were killed with M&Ms in their pockets for your freedom. And now you just eat them like there's fucking nobody. Like it's just a snack? Those are for the soldiers. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say to a kid next time I see him eating M&Ms. Hey, go, hey, be proud of those M&Ms. They helped supply a soldier out there. They helped fuel if you're, a soldier. If you're not a veteran and you're eating M&Ms, that's as bad as stolen valor. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, back to Halloween. It was really nice handing out candy because kids are like super excited to tell you what they're dressed up as. Yeah. One kid opened the door. He's like, Merry Christmas. I'm like, what? And he had like a very Michael like Scott a 50, vibe to him. 15 year old kid. <laughs> Someone wants to take a picture with uh, pumpkins because they were carved pretty cool. Did you see like, my pumpkins? No. I don't, yeah, I think I saw some of them. Did you carve any of them? Yeah, I carved two pumpkins. Okay. That was cool. I took a picture. And you're never going to believe this. But I got something to tell you after. But... um. Anyway, side note, if you're old enough to put your own Halloween costume on, you're too old for trick-or-treating. No, yes. come on. No, not, well, like, I like the parents that take their kids out, but they also dress up too. It's for babies. It's for Bro. kids. It's for, like, fucking six and under. The weirdest mix, like, the kid, this one kid that knocked on the door was, like, dressed up as, like, a Mutant Ninja Turtle or something, and the dad was dressed up as, like, um, um, who's... Riley Reed. No, the, the <laughs> black the black guy from uh, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> the black guy from Tropic Thunder. Which one, Robert? You mean Robert Downey Jr. Downey Jr.? <laughs> no, so he went as blackface. <laughs> and the dad was this cool blackface soldier. And you're like, oh, you're from Tropic Thunder. He just went, yeah, whatever. That. And he is. went, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> <laughs> he was oh, actually just dressed man. up as Trudeau's blackface. Uh, that's not fucking funny. Are you kidding me? You're going to get political? <laughs> we can get demonetized for that. Oh, boy. That's that's tremendous. That's tremendous stuff. Anyway, my mom got full-size chocolate bars 
for uh for for the young young children yeah, the fat little plums running around the and, neighborhood and uh i was like what is this this is like mansion shit no one gave full-size chocolate bars when i was young right? literally Unless i've you were never in, seen in, a like full-size a nice chocolate area. bar in my halloween bag and and that's when so me and ryan thought about it how uh like if 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 you're a young child now let's say up to like i don't know probably 10 years old right then you're like yeah you can be cute w- with your uh, costume and stuff like that but if you have pubic hair <laughs> if you're masturbating you can't you can't be trick-or-treating yeah if you've pleasured yourself before then get off my porch get you, a, you little fucking pervert fucking perv get off my fucking property you you're not getting the little little snickers from me you little fucking pervert this guy's got a little mustache hair you're like get out of here you little fucking perv Yo, a little fucking dried jizz on your costume, little fucking peeping Tom. <laughs> what is it, you little voyeur? You little voyeur? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you don't want chocolates. You want fucking panties, don't you, you little fucking freak? That's what you should, like. You look at you like. Shouldn't you be stealing your dad's alcohol? <laughs> Trying to get a hand job under a bridge or something? You're getting chocolate. Put your dick back in your pants and get off my fucking property. Go fucking smoke a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. You little Exa- fucking perv. You little fucking pervert. What's wrong with you? His parents standing at the end of the driveway, like. Uh, and that's that's oh, how we feel. Kids. That's how we feel about Halloween. Yeah. Tiny little mustache. <laughs> little mustache. Get the little fucking mustache off my property. Candy. Candy. Go buy your own candy. Let's get sixteen go years old. Get a, get a job. Get a job. Go apply for a job at Tim Hortons or something. <laughs> Fucking candy. Have the audacity to touch your dick and then come ring my doorbell. What are you going to do? You're going to keep this candy for when a girl comes over? You're going to keep it up in your room? Hidden? Oh, you guys don't do that. Do you save the candy that gets left over for the next year or you just destroy them? What? Saving candy? Yeah, okay. I guess I'm asking the wrong guys. I already know the answer. Wait a second. Wait a moment. No, because we're the like, the department got, I work at Costco. It's like I see the things that people return, and I worked like a couple of days after Halloween, and it's just a stupendous amount. They returned the of candy, of, yeah. oh, unopened candy. Yeah, M- majority of it was unopened, like ninety percent of it. Oh, you crushed that shit, brother! <laughs> you bought it. That's what I'm thinking, bro. It's, it's so like cheap. not that expensive. It's it depends, all that's under it depends, twenty bucks. It depends. Uh, who you are right if you're just two people and you're like oh you know we're gonna give out chips and stuff like that and like it depends what two people though no one shows up yeah Yeah, and you got 50 bags of small chips and you're like i don't really eat chips now this is i don't know what kind of person doesn't in my opinion i'm like now we got 50 bags of chips that's what i'm saying like let's throw these little shits up there return the chips and and have a fucking party like you know where it's just missing dip now now i have to spend more money in fact (laughs) so if no kid takes it i have to spend more money (laughs) buying sour cream and making (laughs) spinach dip or something Ooh, your spinach dip is delicious he 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 doesn't make it like you know the one that's it's a family recipe it's a family recipe don't when i say him i mean by like you know his family name you mean his mother yeah Yes. It's a family recipe. Nope. I could make it. Nope. I'm proficient in the kitchen. You couldn't make it. 
Can I make a little spin dip? Well, your sister made it not too long ago. It was pretty good. Yeah, my sister made the exact same thing. Literally, yeah. Tell me I can make some spin yeah, dip. To fucking throw, throw around some spin dip? Think, you don't <laughs> think I can put some spin dip together? Hmm? No. Hmm? Yeah, you guys want to dip off? Someone, huh? You guys are going to dip off next podcast? You're going to compare mean? who has the better spin dip? Who, you're you gonna put. Ryan? You're gonna provide yours. You, Ryan's gonna provide his. Who's gonna I'll make be the judge? next episode? I'll go upstairs and whip it up right now. <laughs> this guy said, "Who's gonna make a better spinach dip? Are you serious right now? When have you ever seen Ryan venture into the dip category? I don't know. I when feel like he could crush it. I've never. Yeah, crush it like he'll eat all my spin dip. Crush it. No, I feel like he'd crush the contest. How? I'll destroy you. In what? A he'll, spinach he'll, dip he'll contest. Have a twist to it. I'll knock you out on your feet. Ryan. Yeah. You couldn't even do a spin and then dip. <laughs> How are you going to make spin dip? Hawk, you're a hawk comic. <laughs> that was some hacky shit there. That's what's going to get the laughs. That was, that's some <clears throat> hack shit. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, yeah. As far as spinach dip goes, there's a long history. Spinach <laughs> dip in the Jones residency, yeah. in the Jones household, <laughs> yeah. man. And if it goes I, back generations, yeah, exactly here. to when sour cream was a scarce. <laughs> that's how far back this goes. Hundreds of years, even when you couldn't just buy sour <laughs> cream. <laughs> are you all right, Yusuf? How is sour cream made? Because uh, uh, it's so cheap. It's like, <laughs> it's like three bucks for a tub. Yeah, I don't think he followed the joke, man. <laughs> Was yeah, like, I got thrown off. Sorry. Nachos, <laughs> bro. I literally looked at him, and he was just sitting there like this. He's just like, <laughs> I was like, he's not even laughing a little bit. I'm like, maybe it's just me and Ryan that find this shit funny. And then he goes, "How's sour cream, man? <laughs> You're the best in the business, Yusuf. You know that. Well, you guys also smoked a joint, ripped a ball, and then ripped a ball. And then ripped a ball. Yeah, and then ripped all a ball. All in the span of like an hour. So and, and uh, what, what, doesn't, what don't you guys find funny at this point? But what are you trying to say? You're trying to say that it if was I'm, performance if, enhancing? No, if I'm a, <laughs> if I'm a, if I'm a little stoic. <laughs> You're trying to say it was performance enhancing then? Yeah. Yeah. If we find things a little funnier. Full <laughs> circle. <laughs> We're bringing it home now. Bringing it home Is with the comfortable it? material. Yeah. Do you think someone that was high could put all that together? What? A power a PowerPoint presentation? <laughs> I actually have one due tomorrow. Not do due, but like I got to present tomorrow. You have to present tomorrow, eh? Yeah. How big is your class? How many people do you have to present? Uh, four people because everyone failed. Including me, so. So what's the point of even having someone go up and do a presentation right? anymore? The, so I made mine simple. Just hand it in. Right. Call in tomorrow. Okay. Don't feel well. Fucking my final project for civil engineering, I had to do a technical report. <clears throat> it had to be a minimum of 25 pages. And we had to have, we had to present that and have a PowerPoint go along with it. And the presentation had to be at least 20 minutes long. Yikes. Yeah. Individual assignment? Individual. Yeah. And like the, literally the that. presentation spanned over like weeks. Damn. But the, the deadline was due at like a certain day. So it was just like you're just waiting to present your shit. But I did mine on windmills. 
You know how much I learned about windmills? <laughs> like Everything. literally fucking nothing. <laughs> I just really? regurgitated shit. <laughs> I was like, I was reading. I was like, none of this makes any sense. Like, you got to be in this field to know what they're talking about, dude. You yeah, think, I guess so. I don't I know why that's... I even chose windmills. I went up. You know what I got? Eighty six. Boom. Fucking crushed it. Ah, oh, dude. And how is your business doing in windmills? It's thriving. How's your, <laughs> Why is Lucas over there giggling? How's your windmill company doing? It's fucking thriving. This guy goes, go up there. I fucking learned nothing about windmills, this and that. Don't even study for the test. I crushed fucking it. Fucking 97. I never, crushed it. Never even talked about windmills after that. Never learned a god. Never learned a goddamn thing. You're a real smart guy, huh? You're a real smart Alec. <laughs> <laughs> Ever hear that term growing up? Smart Alec? Smart Alec? Yeah. All right. You know how I got my idea for my presentation? So they gave us no, like, they're like, you pick the topic, which in my opinion, I find worse. Give me a topic to talk about and I can do my research on it. When, But when they're like, just do anything, I'm like, well, rip. So it has to be somewhat related to nursing. Are you like a living meme? And <laughs> guys, like, I'm like, well, rip. You know? <laughs> and I was like, lol. Anyway. <laughs> rip. I was like, Lama Feo. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, Karina was watching TikToks, and there's this one funny TikTok on Lewy body dementia, which is basically like 80% of people with this dementia have hallucinations of like things. <clears throat> so they can see like little trolls and whatnot. And it was like a funny TikTok. I'm like, I'll do my presentation on that. Oh, I bet that was easy to follow. What do you mean? I bet seeing some, like, what was your, what did you have to do your presentation? Like, you had to research that? Yeah, but just one article. How? Oh. Yeah, very simple. It's more of a All right, a completion it. mark versus like a grade. Okay. Me and Cedra were in a class called Senior Seminar, and the entire class was, was one course based on one final research project that was worth 80% of our mark. Yeah. Right? Well, my, so mine was, my history of yeah, chocolates is very but like we that. We had to walk around and get 100 surveys filled out. Yikes. And we had to have the questions on the survey. It's easy. We had to have the questions on the survey uh, looked over by the ethics committee. Easy. Right? You know what our question was? It was essentially like, are you afraid of a terrorist attack occurring on campus? Yes. And I people, think I remember you telling me this. And yeah. people were like, so there was a question we had on the survey that was like, uh, would you like to, uh, like, are you interested in, in learning about firearms? And if firearms were accessible in Canada, would you consider purchasing one? And my teacher argued with me and said, like, you can't put that because one, Why like, not? no one's going to, because it, it's just the way you word stuff. You can skew an opinion, right? But it's a, it's a, it's a bullshit way of, it's like fucking stats and stuff like that too. But anyway, um, that's that's besides that's a very point. good question. Your instructor's just being salty. Fucking like 85% of the people that filled out the uh the survey were like yup like we had like five different variations yeah. on the survey of like not at all somewhat everyone yes, wants a gun eh? very much so yeah we were very surprised 98 percent of people what's that what's that lucas oh boy oh my god but and then like <laughs> almost a hundred percent of the people that we survey said they would like to learn some some, some form of uh self-defense yeah Muay Thai. Yeah. And yet, nobody wants to talk about Muay Thai. Muay Thai, baby. <laughs> Muay Thai is the way to go, I believe. Lucas, we've been running for a while, eh? How long has this been? It's like 50 minutes. Yeah, oh, nailed her. Who? Gang Me. Gang. Yo, so, Ryan, do you nailed actually know how to play the piano? Yes. 
But you did. You saying like you were five years old when you did this. So how how could you actually pick this up? No, I used to play like piano recitals and shit. For like grandma and grandpa. No. So, so what can you for play the Royal like? Conservatory of Music? Huh? Oh, I used to go. No, I swear to God, I used to go to like big halls and play for like three hundred people. But like it, was like, like it was like it was like the it was like the it was presented. So there is instructors. So oh, hear me out. They're okay. So there are instructors that are like. We. You didn't cut off your mic. Hired by the Royal Conservatory of Music, right? And then you that you, you run these private piano lessons or whatever. And then you can bring your students to these recitals that they have that have, like, bring a shitload of people. And then they go, like, based from, like, you know, the lowest skill level to, like, the really, you know, like, the expert guys. So, essentially, they just had everybody's families. They had everybody's families show up for these big things. Yeah, and there was, like, a shitload, like, fucking, like, literally, like, 200 people will go up to perform. But that's because there's probably 70 people in the class. Like, it wasn't 300 people for you. Like no, there was like no, well, no like, like it wasn't I, like it wasn't like three hundred people showed up to watch you play. Piano. Not just me. There's like twenty, thirty kids there, right? But yeah, I was just in the lineup. Oh, you were on. The, that's dope. You made the lineup. That's yeah, like, I was in the were lineup. You on the marquee? Like, like out front was your name on the... No, no, that was not me. I was not headlining. <laughs> it, yeah, like, in a no. headlining performance by Ryan I didn't Ryan say Lee. Ryan Lee playing, sold out with exclamation marks. No, I didn't say that. Playing Mary Had a Little Lamb? No. You know what I did boom, do boom, a couple boom, weeks ago, though? Boom, boom, boom. That, like, after experiencing, I'm like, wow, I really got to do more of this? Cirque du Soleil. Have you guys ever been to, like, a circus? This no, guy, but you know what the, I've this seen? This guy does the monkey bars once, and he calls it Cirque du Soleil. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've seen this uh, this fucking Shaolin Monk show. Just joking. Like this live show um, on a state. I don't. I forgot where. What, I think it was Ontario Place for a Chinese New Year was it thing. Ten. Uh, Might have been. But okay. bro, this guy was literally. They held a spear like upright like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put the guy on it like on his belly and just spun him like that. Nice. And he was literally spinning on the top of this spear. And I was like, this is fucked. Right? Yo, it's completely different from... Because you can obviously go on the internet and see all this shit on the TV or on your computer. But seeing it live yeah, is seeing just it live ridiculous. Is, anxiety-inducing, right? as Thomas Like, even said. something as simple as a backflip. That just seems like you just shrug off if you saw it on your phone or something. No, if you land right? that wrong, you're literally breaking your neck and you're going to see a dead body on stage. Well, had you ever been anything like... like um, You ever been to anything like that was similar? Like, you no. ever been to the circus or anything nope. like that? No? Nope. So it was really fun. I find it fucking terrifying. Good I've been excuse to, to... I've been to, like, a circus performance before, and I was like, this is horrifying. I don't want to watch this. What? Yeah. Why? I was young, too. I was, like, <clears throat> maybe 12 years old. I just... Like, it's... What What turned you off? You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Mm-hmm. Lucas was there too, and I remember being yep, and I remember being there and looking what was at off it. about it. Nothing was off about it. It was all great performance, but I was just like watching it. I'm like, yo, this is so unbelievably dangerous for no good reason. <laughs> it's like the only reason we're here coming is from to be the like, guy that like loves UFC. It's different though. It is date is different. Yeah, hmm? I didn't. Yeah, you went on. You, Lucas rode. What an you rode a circus elephant? Yeah, Lucas rode an wow. elephant. Wow, that's awesome. That sounds fun. No. No. Anyway. <laughs> but I just don't... I don't know. There's something about it where I'm watching and I'm like, wow. Like, hey, don't get me wrong. It's very impressive. Like, I... I all, all the respect in Bro, the Bro, those world. trapeze artists, they make me so nervous. 
everything they do is, bro, when you're up there with a fucking, like, it's not even a rope. It's like they're climbing a curtain. Bro, what I saw was three guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> doing. Bro, what I saw was three guys standing on each other's shoulders. All, like, not, it didn't get, like, by the, the third guy. It was, like, a, a skinny little 12-year-old. No, it was, like, all, like, probably around six foot, like, lean dudes, like, in their late 20s, maybe 30s. All on top of e- on each other's shoulders, so it was three people high. Then they all fell to the ground, but the top guy was holding like a bamboo stick, and there was people on the ground. They caught the bamboo stick and like did a like a huge push up, and then the stack of three guys went they went flat on the ground, and then back to standing up. Like what, bro? It was unreal to see. Like they did not, like no one fell, obviously. Yeah, but you gotta understand the people that do the and Cirque du Soleil that, shit like, have been have been contorting their bodies for like since they've been three or four. Like th- it's similar to watching like baseball when you see like guys from the Dominican or all this stuff in baseball. Like that's all they know. Like that's it, right? I imagine it'd be similar to Cirque du Soleil. You're like, bro, how does how does someone do that shit? And it's like, well, yeah, like you have to be born into like a circus family or a family of acrobats no. They take. I heard. I heard in fuck. places like China, like if you just show some sort of high level of uh, gymnastic, they just take you. Like oh. you're just sent to the Olympic yeah. training facility. Oh yeah, but they train you hard as fuck. No, it's and, like, brutal. It's, it's absolute brutality the way the Chinese people train their gymnastics. It's brutal. And at it's a the, young age, like they force you to those, do the splits and shit. Yeah, like, and those yeah. those kids end up being sent to Cirque du Soleil afterwards and stuff like that. So or it's win like gold medals at the Olympics. And well, shit of course, like yeah, that. but like the people, like they're gold. They're probably Olympic medalists that are in the Cirque du Soleil. Like, what are you gonna do? Fucking yeah, for sure. Perform There's, forever, yeah. right? But it's like, yeah, if. You know, it doesn't seem all that crazy when your whole life, like, you're like, yeah, I, I've been doing flips literally since I was, like, four. You know, you know what went underappreciated at the Cirque du Soleil I went to? The, the, um, the live music. Bro, they had live drummers, singers. All the music was it's live. It was show, ridiculous, man. I imagine man. in Vegas it would be wild. Right? Yeah. Blue Man Group. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even know what kind of music they play. Yo, um, something just came into my mind. Uh, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about, so you know in golf, how like no one cheers? It's always like, like this is how they clap. Mm-hmm. And like there's never any noise. So they were talking about how right. like every other sport, literally every other sport, there's like fans cheering and booing and everything, right? But so some guy, Tiger Woods is like coming back into golf or something and he's going to um, hit the golf ball. And some guy just before Tiger Woods hits the ball yells like, "Get it in the hole!" like super loud. And then obviously Tiger Woods messes up his shot; it doesn't go nowhere near. And like he blames that entire whatever they call it in golf on the guy shouting at him. And it's like the guy got so much backlash and so much shit to it. And then I'm pretty sure this was Razumoka, and the guy goes to say how he's like, "Yo, if a guy on a baseball field can hit a ball coming at him like a hundred miles an hour." While everyone's shooting at him, that's and different. you can't hit a golf ball while one guy shouting though. at you. But like that's different. See, but no, but you... it's like he had a really good point. Like, yo, you're telling me that it's not. A it good is point. more strenuous. It's not on the golfer than it's it is not, the though. guy with a ball your coming entire, at him. Your entire life as a golfer, like everything you know from golf is people are quiet for that. Mm-hmm. Like okay, if so you're so if you're you always the used to change and people should be cheering now. No, why do they get it easy? They don't get it easy. That's a fucking difficult sport. You never no. even played sports. No, no, you have no, no idea I'm saying what no, you're I'm, talking no, about. No, no, I'm saying about the fan base. Why no, do they, you're why not. Do they get you're talking about the fan? athletes. 
No, why do they? Why do the they get fan a, base? The fan base respects the fact that this sport is not like fucking. They need is, the focus. They need that focus. In what, baseball, what other there's like no that? opponent. There's no like in 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 Tiger. Like Tiger Woods is just going to get a score at the end of this. If you're playing baseball, you have a pitcher on the opposing team trying to strike your ass out. Like you're trying to fuck up that team. Like I, I'm a Jays fan. Like the Yankees show up, you're just like fuck you and shit. Like you want that guy to lose, but. If you're a fan of Tiger Woods, then you're doing him a disservice. Clearly, if you if you cheer or something like that, but if you yeah, if but if you want him to lose because you want the other guy to get the gold, who's the other guy though? Like how can you have isn't another, it whoever has the least amount of points? But like, how can you have wins? another dog in the race? It's such a singular sport. It's no, like but be, isn't that how golf works? Like you have all these content can contenders whoever has the, like, yeah. the best score yeah okay and you're right? saying and that if, like you tiger like, is like cutting close to but like, if you like second. someone that's you like someone that much that you're gonna you're gonna like well it's more or less like that's sabotage sure it, it yeah, is but that's sporting it's not that's sporting sports, like it's different though that's not it's like not there's the a same res- it's like different from booing a team you know like you're, you're let's purposely say, let's trying say to it was your family member okay, so here's that a perfect, was runner here's a perfect, up to Tiger Woods. Perfect, Wouldn't you be like no, but shouting at Tiger Woods? Like, that's the, guy, the equivalent of, of like if you're things. on the ice and like someone throws like a that's fucking exactly second puck what I was on thinking. the ice. Yeah, oh. what if, no, yeah, not, even, ex- not even a second puck. Like we all go, you go to a boxing match, you go to a UFC fight, we all get beers and shit. You, you have every power and right to throw that fucking beer into the ring. You could if you wanted to, but no one does. Why? Why not? Because like... And now, yeah, it's against the rules. It fucks up the, uh, like the, um, the layout of the match and stuff like that. But they're gonna continue to box after, right? Why don't people do it? Like, if you really hate someone else, why don't you throw your beer at them? Because throwing sure, a beer oh, in the ring will fuck up a fighter's mentality for sure. I don't know. I feel like that guy. Did like, why don't so why, why don't people throw their like? Now this happens in Brazil sometimes if they really don't like someone. Like, but why don't you throw your beer at someone? Like, why doesn't when if McGregor is fighting Khabib, right? You're a huge Khabib fan. Why don't you throw your beer at McGregor? Now you'll be kicked out of the. I'm sure the guy that shouted to was kicked out of the fucking PGA match as well. Like, you 100%, can't. Yeah. Right. You throw your beer at a guy, you'll fucking you'll uh you'll be kicked out, huh? Oh, what about that? The kiss? Yeah, the guy kissed him on the cheek That's before different. he walked in. That was old school UFC. <laughs> that is old school shit. Everything goes. No, but that's different. That's not you throwing a beer at someone. Like, I'm just saying, like, there are things you can do and there are things you shouldn't do. And, like, the guy, you, you have every right to go and fucking be like, ah! before someone swings for uh, whatever, when they tee off for golf, yeah, right? Yeah, anyone in that crowd can do that. Like, yeah, everyone has the power to do that. But, like, but it's, it's unsportsmanlike. Yeah, you don't. And I don't know. Yeah, but what's your argument for it? Well, the you would Ross purposely had a, sabotage. Had a strong argument. What is how that? like um, someone at that level shouldn't be like complaining over just a shout. You know what I mean? Like, no, listen, I'm sure Tiger Woods. I'm like, sure no, but that's it? that shout is not part of the sport. It's not anticipated. Yeah, but you're really gonna blame golf. No, golf here's the thing. I think that if Tiger hit. Woods bomb that whole fucking uh course like if this guy there's 18 holes on a course and if this guy's at hole 16 still fucking it up you can't be like that tee off was really what put me here you'd be like okay those first three holes like yeah that's shit but ultimately like the ball got back you're if you're a professional the ball's gonna get back to where you need it to be i i think now if you if you blame that whole 18 holes you're like that guy fucked me up in the beginning and that's why this went wrong not really but but for like for you to make a claim that it's okay 
or that it's acceptable for that guy to have done that just because other sports have that like i just not think that's that not bullshit. that it's acceptable it's just more of like kind of funny how the professional athlete would use that as an excuse if you gotta understand what it takes it's like, a different a prof- sport though like it's the the sport of golf is like it's supposed to be every shot is supposed to be a perfect like you're trying to your best to make your perfect shot now you got some guy try purposely and it's a super respectful sport it is the tennis is like that too yeah. When they're rallying, it's dead quiet. They only cheer after they're done. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That's something you only learn if you uh, <gasps> go to the big tennis events. Oh, my God. A huge flashback. Uh, I used to play volleyball in high school. And uh, obviously, they wouldn't put me on because I was still a chub- chubmeister. But um, I would do my best to be the best bench warmer on my team. So <laughs> every time the other team went to go serve. So you're the best tourist. Every time the other team went to go serve, I would say something, like I would shout at him, and it would mess him up this nine out of ten where, times. Now we're learning more about where he's coming I got, from. I, I see. I got pulled to the side, and my uh, my coach had to tell me to stop. But I'm like, but it's helping our team out. And I got to a huge argument, and then they had to make like a whole thing where like no one in the thing could like cheer because or yeah, because exactly. that's not part of the sport. It's not part of the sport, and you're but, free to do that, but you're not like it's not something that you should do. Yeah, but see, then that was affecting my team, so I kind of... But it always ends up affecting... It benefited me to shout at him. No, but like, again, golf is one of those sports where it's like, who who are you affecting other than one guy? Like, you have a you have a grudge against this guy? Like, you don't have a dog in the fight. If you're no, like in if that... You, if you but if were, you're in the PGAs, right? Like, if, you're, if we all got tickets to go watch fucking Tiger Woods play golf, right? If you were a fan of his... Then why the hell would you would you? What do if you're not a like fan that? of this? What if you're a fan of the guy that's but like why so you, close? But to why him? are you not a? F- but like that doesn't make sense. Like that's so unsportsmanlike. True. Like it doesn't. If you if you if, what's that like Mickelson or whatever is it? I Phil think Mickelson? Phil Mickelson. If you're like I'm a huge Phil Mickelson fan, and he was first place in whatever the tour, is and it? Tiger Woods. Is that his name? I feel like that's close. If it's not, then whatever. We're gonna call him Philly Willie from here on out. Yeah, exactly. I've been wrong before. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, and you're like, dude, fucking Phil's up or down two on Tiger Woods, and he's close, and you're like, I'm gonna fuck up Tiger Woods's like, you're, that's sabotage, and then Phil Mickelson ends up having to pay the ultimate price for that because it's gonna be like <coughs> a, a Phil Mickelson fan sabotage Tiger Woods. Yeah, like, <laughs> sucks for Tiger Woods. It sucks for for Philly Willie too. Sucks for everyone. It's a lose, lose, lose. I don't know, bro. Have some respect for the game. It's, but again, that's the thing, though, is that Yusuf never really played sports. I don't think, like, at least not organized. I've played a lot of sports. Okay, have you heard of esports? Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) But like, if if you played sports growing up, you would know that there's just like a a code of conduct that you kind of just adhere by. Unspoken rule, brother. Okay. Right? None of you grow up fucking uh, in the streets of downtown Toronto with a Windex bottle and newspaper cleaning people's fucking windshields. Yeah. All right. That's why Yusuf wasn't playing organized sports. He was earning toonies. (laughs) (laughs) Very chocolate bar. Speaking of which, what's the earliest thing you did as a child to get money? I worked at Little Caesars and held the sign. 
That was your earliest thing, your earliest memory? No, not my earliest memory of like not like a cat. There's a difference between like a cash job, your uncle being like, I'll give you 80 bucks to fucking pull the carpet out of this house and or something like that versus like an actual like I'm getting a paycheck job. Then, yeah, it was the little Caesars one. Well, like what about I, a cash job? What if, what if like something oh that man, you thought of to make some cash? Life, first cash job I, I had of. was teaching kids how to skate. That was the first cash job I had. Yeah? Yeah, at Streetsville. All those kids are not playing hockey now. They're actually they never learned how to skate. They're actually all fucking prospects <laughs> now. <laughs> My, have you guys ever done newspaper route? No, no, I didn't no, do I, newspaper route. I did for like a couple weeks. I'm like, fuck this. I heard it's. I heard it was like ten dollars a week. Bro, <laughs> oh my god! Someone told me, and I was like, "You want me to do that for ten dollars?" I was like, "Does that even make sense?" Bro, as a kid, I knew it was BS because they would pay me, I think, four cents a house. That so they pay you your average rate to like fold it, get it all prepared, and then for every house that you deliver, wait, you have to put for, the newspaper together yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, they come in like packets. You just gotta like kind of put them on top of each other and then put the rubber band or whatever. I don't know how it works. I didn't now, know you had to do that yourself. This was like twenty years ago when I was. Like, yeah, they need okay. you to do that fucking manual labor, buddy. So your hands would be black by the end of it. Like you needed to wear gloves. So um, they would pay me like four cents a house, like something ridiculously low. So what would I do to save time? I would just have it in a huge buggy, and then I would just walk along the sidewalk, throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it, and I'm done. There you go. Like, I, the whole street, I'm done. I made, like, a dollar. Bro, I would get complaints. Like, no, you need to drop it off to their doorstep. I Like, at 13, I was, like, four cents, and I just hung up. And guess what? I kept my job. They're not complaining. I was like, okay, find someone else. Like, I don't care. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But uh, other than that, I remember I used to grab my dad's lawnmower, just walk around the neighborhood. And, you know, I would, like... Uh, I would just mow people's Most lawns people's for lawn fun. For like 20 bucks and stuff. I remember this one Asian lady wanted me to mow her front and back lawn for like five bucks. Like, you're ridiculous. And that was when you met Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you're strong boy. <laughs> that was when Ra- that was the going fee for Ryan. And she's like, if my son does it for this price, then you're going to do it for this price. But yeah, at such a young age, what's your motive to make money? Because mine was like to buy a new PS2 game or something. Or football gloves. Game for you. <laughs> Athletic Actually? shit. Football. I scouts on or swear on my life. There's a pair of white Under Armour football gloves that I wanted so fucking badly because I would always play football and I didn't have like gloves. And I saw dudes out there with dope gloves and like visors and stuff. I was like, what? I'm like, these guys aren't very good. I want the nice shit too. I'm like, I'm one of the better guys on the team at, and I, this is when i was young i was way bigger than a lot of the kids too and so i got the job and the first paycheck i got was like 93 dollars right oof, and i went young kid, that's a lot oof that was a shitload and then i went to sports check and i bought a pair of like the exact white under armor gloves i wanted it was 88 dollars and i remember thinking to myself like all that w- it was like I, re- I remember it not being satisfying at all mm-hmm. because i was oh, like dude yeah, yeah. holy shit that was a lot of work i'm like and i just yep. burned it on these gl- and i used the gl- those gloves like to the nth degree i'd fucking use them to play football at practice use them during games i'd use them in the streets to throw the football around like i use the shit out of those Kept gloves in good condition they're football gloves man yeah how are you gonna keep them in good condition i was like, a freaking linebacker like they got <laughs> fucked up but okay. but like um but yeah, dude, I, I remember buying them and being like $88, like $93, 88 of it is just friggin' gone. 
Yeah, I remember. Should have bought them at Costco. You could have returned them today. Got they didn't have away. football gloves at Costco. You fucking. What is wrong That's with true. you? Yeah, well, they have was, golf gloves. Okay. Holy shit, fuck, Brandon Shab. What's wrong? Shut with the you? fuck up. <laughs> I don't even want to say it anymore. <laughs> Lost my train of thought. Oh, Ryan, you're you're fucking worse than him. Then, God Ryan, what was your it. motive to make money as a kid? Shut what were you up. buying? <laughs> What was I? What did I want to buy? I wanted to buy a composite hockey stick. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Sorry. So hockey stick? No, porno mags. Okay. Hustler, playboy. (laughs) You feel me? Good housekeeping. Stolen. (laughs) So you wanted a composite hockey stick? Yeah, I did. Which one? A Reebok one. Reebok one. Yeah. Which one? Was, was it the one with the holes in it? No, it wasn't the one with the holes in it. But I remember I picked that one up one time. I was like, this is the future of hockey yeah, sticks. Yeah, I feel like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Speaking of no. hockey sticks, I remember growing up as a kid, my house was like known for the, like, the house to go to whenever you like want to just fuck around as a kid because like, there was like, no rules in my house. Okay. Very much like your house now. <laughs> So, like, my friends would come over with their mini sticks, and we would uh, boil their, like, mini sticks and, like, curve it to whatever, all in, like, my kitchen, because, like, my parents were never home and shit. It was just funny. That's fucking, that was sick. That was sick. That was a sick story. That's such a bullshit story <laughs> that my brother tells. Like my brother tells such a such a such a false narrative of of a story. He goes, yeah. So me and my brother would play mini sticks, and he beat the shit out of me. I was like, beat the shit out of you. I don't know about that, but if I beat up Lucas, yeah, yeah, I, I fed my brother punches to the face. That makes sense. Yikes. No, none of that happened. But we. we Ryan, were, did you ever beat up your little brother? We were roughhouses. Yes. Yeah. To this day. <laughs> Fuck you mean? He's a, he's a little brother. Oh, fuck you. What else are they? They're punching bags. I'm not gonna lie. You saw the Instagram post with Ryan and his family. Mm-hmm. Ryan looked like a like uh, the mob boss of the family, and everyone else looked like a minion next to you. Well, yeah, because I have very tiny cousins, <laughs> and my brother looks like this. <laughs> I'm the only one that's like over 200 pounds in my family. My uncle, my uncle, uh, the oldest uncle on my dad's side, he comes up to me. He goes, you got to be at least 185. Uh, and I was what? like, I wish I was 185 right now. What's the perfect weight for you, Ryan? 185. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Thomas? Uh, perfect weight for me? I don't know, 225. Really? Yeah. What 260? What do I weigh right now? Yeah. Maybe 205. So you want to gain more weight? 20 pounds. Really? Yeah. Muscle. Okay, that's strange. Yeah, I just want to... Oh, like muscle. Yeah, I don't want okay, to put on... Tw- I don't want to put on fucking 20 pounds <laughs> I, want, I want a 20-pound beer gut. Yeah, you know... No one ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> um.